Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. He whispers to me the topic throughout my day and tells me when to record and release it for you. Sometimes I also create music he inspires through me. Sometimes it's in the spiritual genre. Sometimes it's in other genres to help empower you to find happiness from within. The show is for people with depression, depressed state, anyone struggling with their mental health. It's another tool in your toolbox. Really excited about the topic today. So I have uh, created many different kinds of therapies, one-on-one, group, in a variety of domains to help a variety of people of all ages and backgrounds and whatnot. And this is a new one in our spiritual category. I have been in this new position for about a month now, a little over a month, and I love it. It's such a cool job. I'm so blessed. I get to work with the military population. I'm not in the military, but I get to work with them and help support them in a mental skills role. So training them up on their mind and mindset, cognition, all those things. And a part of our domain for training incorporates spiritual health. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about that. So today's topic is on spiritual combat. So the beautiful thing about being an American, especially with our military, is that we've got the freedom of religion. And we've got all kinds of people from all kinds of faith backgrounds that work together to keep our nation intact, protected, and respecting their belief system. So they had mentioned a couple weeks ago, my colleague that's in my department that has, uh, she has a different role, but we kind of cross cover each other and whatnot. Um, She said, oh, you've got a nonprofit. That's great. In the ministry? Oh, that's great. We don't cover too much of spiritual health, so that'd be nice for you to be able to add some education in that area. I said, okay, cool. So this morning, in in my morning time with the Father, he whispered to me, he said, I want you to focus on that. I want you to develop a course on spiritual combat. So I was like, okay sounds good so I did some brainstorming today and got got the whole course outlined as best I can uh, design it with my abilities and my years of experience and whatnot and the cool thing about uh, our nonprofit arm Erin Nicole Ministries for veterans and first responders is um, I'm the founder of course I'm Erin Nicole but My mom is our chief spiritual matriarch. She has been a believer for a long time. 
She'll be going on 74 years old this year, I think. Yeah. Uh, later on this year. And uh, she has been a believer, I want to say, since she was like maybe 28 or somewhere around there. So just just under 50 years, like 45 years. She's got tons of experience taking all kinds of classes and is a prayer warrior and whatnot. And so we're going to brainstorm the course for our military personnel, which is so neat that I get to, I get to work with my mom on projects that help real human beings to strengthen their spiritual health. And if you are a part of the military, or you're a veteran, um, every veteran hospital and clinic they've actually in the last few years they have added in their holistic health domain you can check uh they have um like an art piece it's like a diagram on the wall it's circular and they've got the different parts that make a person whole and healthy and one of those areas is your spiritual practice your spiritual health and maybe you don't necessarily have a religion that you identify with but it's that part inside your soul that identifies with your purpose for what is the reason you are on this earth and so that is an area that was neglected for a long time and so they added it in in the last few years right in pretty much perfect alignment with when uh, when the father had told me to launch Aaron Nicole Ministries in late 2020, early 2021. So we've been going strong as best we can. And I love that I get to incorporate my purpose into my day job. And I get to help support active duty military persons in helping them to strengthen their purpose, their why, the reason that they are placed on this earth or help them to discover their purpose. How neat is that? I'm so blessed. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that, about your purpose, your why. Maybe you're curious about it. Maybe you've never thought about it before. Maybe this is the first time or maybe you're wanting to shift gears in life. You're wanting to refocus, trying something new. Wherever you're at in your journey, it's okay. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. If you do have a spiritual practice where you connect with the divine, whether it be God, Allah, Buddha, and you pray or you meditate to your deity, ask. Ask them. For me, I, when I pray, I say, Dear Heavenly Father, and I start with compliments, thanking Him, gratitude. Thank you for another day on this earth. Thank you for putting the air in my lungs today, for healing my mind, for giving me a fresh set of eyes to see and ears to hear and fingers to feel and whatnot. And maybe you ask, maybe you say something like, Dear Father or Dear Allah, what is it that you desire for me to do? How can I serve you best? 
with my life. And then be quiet and listen. And if he's or she or they are, are quiet and you don't hear anything, that's okay. Maybe they're allowing you time to have that space to think, to heal. We were talking earlier today about burnout. So many people are stressed in their jobs or in their life responsibilities. Maybe you're feeling a lack of purpose because you are burned out and you're overworking yourself or you're not standing up for yourself when boundaries in the workplace are not reasonable for what's expected of you. Could be a lot of things. There's this belief and there's a book written about it and focusing on your strengths, leaning in to areas strength instead of focusing on trying to fix weaknesses but leaning in and focusing on your strengths some people call it your genius zone things that you do effortlessly you lose track of time doing it's, it challenges your mind perhaps those things are in alignment with your purpose I know for my my own personal purpose, it's multifaceted. You can have multiple purposes, but they're all under the one umbrella. My father had revealed to me very vividly in 2018 that I am a person in the world to help people with depression, to help them find happiness from within. And I am to teach in a variety of methods under the pillars Mindset, community, fitness, and music is interwoven throughout because it's a part of my DNA. (laughs) What is it that the Father has designed for you? How neat if you can design your life, which you can, live your life, which you can, and get paid doing what you love. Isn't that the ultimate goal in life? So some of my purpose, if you will, um, in alignment with helping people with depression is to improve the research that's available and the therapies that are made available for people both in the workplace, at home, in schools, and now working with the military. How neat is that? I'm freaking blessed. This is my, I believe my 61st alternative therapy and development. And I'm only 37. Imagine what you can do if you lean in just a little bit every day into the purpose that the Father has designed for you. Another part of my purpose is 
with music. I'm an extremely creative person. In the last just shy of four years, uh, since October of 2020, I have written over 105 songs. Um, They're not all completed yet. Many of them are, though. And they're all under the umbrella of helping to empower people to find happiness from within, spreading love, kindness. I even have a breakup song that is being kind to the person you're breaking up with. (laughs) Choose love. Love is the most powerful force in the world. So spiritual combat, I'd like to talk a little bit more about that with you. If you're not driving, feel free to take some notes on what can work in your population. Maybe you're in a position similar to mine where you're working with military personnel, or maybe you're in a school system, or you're um, working in a therapy setting, group therapy in psychiatric hospital or um, outpatient facility or whatnot. Or maybe you're a business person. You're a manager and you have a team of people that you'd like to empower them to get clear on their purpose, their why. Uh, Step Number one is, if they're not familiar with vision boarding, is do that activity or encourage them to do it at home. It's very affordable. You can go to your local dollar store, get a poster board, and envision the year and what you desire for it to look like. What kinds of things would you like to learn or to do, to experience, to purchase? And you can write it at like bullet format or brainstorming format, or you can get artsy fartsy and get magazine clippings and cut it out and glue it and make it all nice. That can help people get clear on their focus or purpose. I'd say the more you can focus on non tangible things like experiences um, the more meaningful and long lasting but to each our own if you're not comfortable talking about spirituality or religion and and it's a maybe a workplace um, situation that you're in but you'd like to help people get clear on their purpose um, you can focus on that Asking questions related to their why. Why do they show up every day? What's meaningful for them? What gets them up out of bed every day? What do they enjoy doing when they're not at work? This position that they're doing helps them to be able to allocate funds and time to be able to do that thing that brings them joy which could be more closely related to the purpose. I found with uh, students that I worked with, with employees that I managed, and with my own 
teams that I led as a business owner that the closer and the better that I am connected with my team, whoever those might be, athletes, whoever, and the closer that I am connected to what their passions are, their interests, and knowing about them and their family and their friends and who gets along with who at the workplace and whatnot, they worked harder for me. If they could sense that I was sincere and that I cared about them, they worked way harder on the job. They showed up less often. Uh, calling, I should say calling out sick less often. Um, they did above and beyond. And that was because I was clear on their focus, their purpose, their passions. And so then they started opening up more, started working harder. So uh, you might not think, oh, we should not talk about religion in the workplace or in the school setting or in the hospital or wherever you're at and working. But if you can connect it to purpose, soul-driven purpose, that can help get your team up and motivated to work harder. How cool is that? <laughs> and you, of course, you got to pay people if they're working for you, but oftentimes people work harder for you if they know that they're cared for. Sure, you can show them with a bonus paycheck or whatnot, but if they, if they know that their boss cares about them as a human being, cares about their family member who's sick, you know, checking in on them. Hey, been praying for your mom. How's she doing? Or whatever you feel comfortable saying, you know, some places you can't say things like that. Whatever it is that you can do to incorporate adding more spiritual health to the mix, conversations about it, whether it's spirituality, uh, faith, life purpose, it will help your teams to work better. Promise you that. No regrets on that. Now, some might have issues with muddy waters in regards to why they're there. Some might be really closed off. They have trust issues. That's okay. If they answer, you know, I'm here for the paycheck or, you know, short answers, they might have had bad experiences in the past. So they might need a little bit more opportunities to see that you're sincere. So give those people more room to watch how you operate and they will be molded by the culture that you create and the environment. They will hear stories from other people that you are demonstrating respect for them and their belief system and their passions and their personal interests and whatnot. And eventually they will come around. But it might take a little bit longer for some. I remember when I had first developed 
uh, Move Happy, the original program in the hospital. The, the third round, we ran it. Patients were being voluntold to show up, and they, uh, the doctors on their treatment team were signing the real negative Nelly <laughs> to my group. And one in particular, he didn't want to be there. It was part workout, part journaling, group discussion. He did not want to be there. And he told me on day one how stupid the class was. And he wasn't going to do anything. He wasn't going to participate. And I said, okay, well, I can appreciate where you're coming from. It sounds like you've had some bad experiences around classes like this. And I just want you to know that I'm glad that you're here. And participate as much as you like. But please don't let your attitude influence other people's opinions of the class. And I let him just observe in the first week and after a week he met with his treatment team and he sat outside my office every day and every day he was so so for almost the first six months of me working there every day hey man how you doing oh so so that day I said hey how you doing he goes I'm doing great I said whoa that's cool well what's what's going on and he said I had a great meeting with my treatment team and he said Aaron I just want to I want to thank you for not trying to pressure me to work out. I haven't exercised in a long time. And I was nervous that you'd make fun of me or someone would make fun of my inabilities or my lack of fitness fitness level right now. And I realized that you're not here to judge me. You're here to encourage me. And I appreciate you letting me participate to the level that I was ready to, to do. Um, I'm going to be participating in everything in your class moving forward. I was like, holy crap, okay. It only took seven days of him just being around the positivity of the other uh, patients, his uh, classmates, whatnot. So I share that to encourage you that you might have someone that's got a bad attitude. Give them some grace. Give them the space and remind people that you care about their purpose and why they're there or why they think they're there and you can help them to figure it out if they're not sure. Anything else, Father? Okay, he says James 2, 9 through 12. Philippians four thirteen. that's a good one. Anything else, Father? If you desire to be connected to the Father, have a personal relationship with Him, it is free. Uh, You cannot purchase it. No one can sell it to you. Uh, You can't earn it through good deeds. It's a gift that the Father gives. All you got to do is ask Him. Ask Him into your heart. So repeat after me if you haven't already done so. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it to those who love you and ask for your forgiveness. Father, I know I'm not perfect. I desire to grow every day. Please come into my heart and show me how to be more like you and how to be more loving to others. Thank you. I'll praise you in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. 
your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church and keep God first place. Anything else, Father? All right, don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.